0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, November 10th. I'm Sarah Wright. Not quite half the ballots from the recent election have been counted, assuming all of Mendocino County's 53,651 voters participated. Maureen Mulhern and Glenn McGordy have decisive leads in the 1st and 2nd District Supervisorial Races. The two incumbents on the Ukiah City Council, Doug Crane and Steve Scalmanini, maintain slim leads in the seven-way race for the two seats. Mulhern is currently a City Council member, and according to City Attorney David Rappert, if she becomes a 2nd District Supervisor, the City must fill her vacant seat either by appointment or special election, within 60 days of her taking her new position. The only qualification for the appointment is that the appointee must be an elector in the City and both courthouses in Ukiah and Fort Bragg will be closed all week due to two unrelated COVID exposures last week. Court staff with potential exposure have been instructed to test and quarantine. The court will reopen on Monday, November 16th, and any matters that were on the calendar for this week will be rescheduled. If you were supposed to be in court this week, you should get a notice of a new appearance date. And if you see smoke in Anderson Valley tomorrow, chances are it's the Anderson Valley Fire Department conducting a training burn at Gowan's Orchard in Philo starting at 8 a.m. The site is 10 acres of fallow field bordered by Hendiwoods State Park and the Navarro River. Mendocino County has now been in the red tier for 14 consecutive days, after which schools will have the option of reopening to in-person instruction. The Ukiah Unified School District is in negotiations with its teachers union, and the Willits Unified School District is coming up with a plan to present to families and staff. The boards of trustees for Fort Bragg and Ukiah School Districts will have their regular meetings this Thursday. And on Friday, Public Health Officer Dr. Andy Korn shared new health orders with a view toward gatherings and playgrounds.
1: Um, I have updated some orders this past week. Close contacts will include people who are within six feet of a person that has COVID uh, by test or by provider diagnosis, but it's 15 minutes cumulatively over a day, which puts us in line uh, with what the uh, CDPH, California Department of Public Health uh, has defined as a close contact. So again, it's a cumulative 15 minutes over a full day. We've also uh, released the gatherings guideline, which includes three household units could come together outside Using masks and social distancing between the households, within the household, uh, you can be closer than six feet. Vulnerable people, for example, the elderly, people with chronic diseases or immune system compromised either by illness or by medicines, they should avoid these gatherings. We encourage testing uh, within the week before, if possible, so you know if you're positive or negative. It's not 100% accurate, but it's a good guard to see if you are this is a uh, best practice. Playgrounds uh, have been able to open while we're in the red tier and our cities are currently working on staffing and safe cleaning practices. It's a challenge, but they are expected to be opening slowly over the next week. And uh, remember to bring your masks, keep your social distancing. You may have to wait for a while until uh, other people are in the playground uh, um, are are out so that, uh, Social distancing can continue while the children play and bring some sanitizer.
0: And as the year winds down, the Board of Supervisors is asking for detailed financial information and priorities from the Measure B Citizens Oversight Committee. Supervisor Ted Williams laid out what he called the crux of the matter at last week's meeting.
1: I think the crux is we're overwhelmed by detail to the point that detail has obscured the overall situation. The overall situation is, Voters passed Measure B three years ago. We didn't have a financial plan at the time it was put before voters. Three years later, we don't have a financial plan. We don't have a strategic plan.
0: Supervisor John Haschak described what he expects from a presentation on planning the rollout of Measure B projects scheduled for the first meeting in December.
1: Well, I think having um, a strategic plan, but also having the finances backing up that strategic plan and having that laid out. So if we know that the PUFF is going to cost $16 million, then we have that information. We can rely on that information. If we think that the training center is going to cost 500000 yeah, we need to know what those numbers are. You know, the budgetary presentation hasn't been acceptable so far.
0: Measure B passed three years ago, and the 11-member Citizens Oversight Committee began meeting immediately. However, the multi-million dollar endeavor has only had a project manager, Alison Bailey, since March of this year. Bailey indicated that there is some foundational work that needs to be done about sorting out the direction of the initiative.
1: One, and, and it was somewhat discussed a, a little bit yesterday through email, is a, a canonical interpretation of the Measure B language and purpose, which I think has been been missing since the, the beginning Uh, Number two, to uh, of course respectfully um, uh, argue the merits of each of the Kemper ad hoc and NAMI, BHAB and behavioral health recommendations. Uh, Three, to come away with an action plan for a final draft. And four, possibly to discuss the later phase of uh, funding once all the initial projects and services are underway, including prioritization of residual funds and fiscal oversight by uh, Measure B Committee as stated in the measure.
0: In a brief interview, Bailey said she was close to getting more definitive numbers about the facilities and that she expects to be able to provide the board with what it needs next month. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reith. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.